Hello, hello, and welcome to Real Talks with Rudler, our newly created podcast. My name is Kendra Anderson, and I will be your host. This is called Real Talks, so let's get real and let's get into it. Today we have Austin. Thank you, Austin, for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Kendra. Thanks for having me. And I've actually never said your last name out loud. Is it Allwell? Yep. Okay. Pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Do people struggle with that or no? Oh, I've even recently I had like Allswell. I was getting my tires changed. I like <laughs> Mr. Allswell. I get Atwell. Um, yeah, all kinds of different things. Or when people spell it, they try to put two L's in the yeah. front. So. I have trouble with like the A at the beginning. Maybe yeah. it's just my stupid way of talking. But <laughs> no. um, so I wanted to take it back to your earlier years. Like, where did you grow up? So I actually grew up about thirty minutes south of here. Um, it's called California, Kentucky. That's where I went to high school at Bishop Rossert. Um, but even before that, I was about thirty minutes south of there in Bracken County. Um, we, I was on a little farm in Foster, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a horse, we had two or three dogs, like a dozen or two chickens, um, really out in the boonies. <laughs> <laughs> and then my freshman year of high school, we moved back closer. So we'd be closer to school. Um, and like I said, I went to Bishop Brossert and then from there and KU and then I'm here. So that's cool. I had yeah. no idea you grew up on a farm. Yeah. So like you rode horses and all that. Yeah, like we had a Palomino. Uh, I was like about 12 hands high. So I grew up riding him. Like he was born actually the same month I was born. So when I was about four or five mm-hmm. years old, like he was ready to ride. Um, so like took him to shows, actually got bucked off and like stepped on at like a horse riding show and never did it again. But I was like six years old and he was just standing on my thigh. Like no one would take him off. And <laughs> I was just like screaming. I was like, never again. We're not not doing this. But I had the whole cowboy hat, the stirrups, the oh whole gosh. the whole get up on. So. You need to bring a picture in. I want to see yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, did you do competitions and stuff, or just the show? <laughs> just that one, and that never again. It was for like 4-H or something like that. Yeah, um, I think it's called the Saddle Club mm-hmm. on like Route Eight down in um, Melbourne, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like off the double A. That is so cool. We yeah. actually thought about getting my daughter into horses and stuff because we just bought that farm like a year ago and we're thinking of getting a pony. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she's really into like all kinds of animals. Right now we have just ducks and chickens, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of afraid of horses just because <laughs> yeah. they're so massive. Yeah. And then, um, I've always heard the story. I've never really met this girl, but my mom was telling me about this like distant cousin that we had and the horse bit her on her chest and like took her chest off basically. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if my mom was just being dramatic or what, but that story like stuck with me. And then I've just like heard stories of horses kicking people and stuff, but I think they're beautiful creatures. Oh yeah. They are massive. It's definitely humbling. You're like, wow, this thing could do a lot of damage. I know. They're just like monsters. But that is so cool. I didn't didn't know that at all. So like, how did you get into accounting? What made you want to do that? Um, So I had, I ran track and played soccer in high school. And I had a friend that was two years older than me. Um, He was going to be going into accounting at 
NKU, but he had taken the accounting class that was offered at school. Um, so he encouraged me to try this summer camp. It was called um, Base Camp. Um, it was at Bellarmine University, and it was business and accounting summer education, just one week down there at Bellarmine. Um, and that was the summer of my sophomore year of high school. So I was like, you know what, what's the loss? Why not? Mm-hmm. Went down there and I was like, accounting seems pretty cool. They were teaching us just really basic stuff. And we heard from some speakers. Um, and I was like, I think this would be a pretty practical career to get into. So that following year in high school, my junior year, I took an accounting class. I was like, all right, I'm pretty good at this. And I really like it. Um, and I was able to take like an advanced accounting class my senior year. Mm-hmm. I was like, by the time I got to college, I was like, all right, this is what I want to mm-hmm. do. And like my first two accounting classes were basically what I did in high school. So I felt like really confident and I was like, okay, like I like this. Not many people like are really good at it or enjoy doing it. And I was like, I, I think I like it. So <laughs> might as well keep going with it. Um, so that's kind of how it started. I know it's kind of probably different. A lot of people fall into it, I feel like, or it's like their backup plan. Yeah. But I was really like, I don't know, that seems pretty cool. Like, why not? So you had like no other ideas that you would want to major in or anything so it's like I don't know, in middle school and like early high school honestly I had didn't have too much of a plan like I think I my eighth grade graduation I said something about being some sort of doctor like a I don't know a heart doctor or something like that like not ever taking a science class or anything <laughs> like that so I got in high school and I was like I really have no idea what I want to do like I, I just kind of played sports I enjoyed being on like student council. So maybe like something like politics or something like that. But I really had no like direct plan. Like I know I want to be this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting that feel for accounting, I was like, okay, this is like pretty practical. It doesn't seem too terribly difficult. Like it's really reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, And once I started to get into it, I was like, okay, like I like numbers. I like the business aspect. So it was nice. So did you finish college in the actual four years? Uh, yeah, it was like three and a half, yeah, four, basically. Oh my gosh. I went over because I changed my major. (laughs) Yeah, that's what, (laughs) and that's one thing my parents like drilled into me. It was they're like, you just figure out what you want to do, which I think like I'd rather take five or six years and be happy for the next 40 than rush four (laughs) years. Yeah. So, but I kind of had that drilled into my head too. Like you need to just figure out what you want to do. And I figured like, all right, if, even if I don't like it, I can trans translate this somewhere else if I really want to yeah you can apply accounting to like basically everything I feel Mm, like (laughs) um so tell a little about what department you're in and what you kind of do now yeah so I started in tax and I still do a lot of tax especially during busy season um but it was actually when you went on maternity leave (laughs) that I really got into CAS and I've, I've loved that so far so I'd say my time is more like 70, 30, 60, 40 with CAS being majority of my time, mm-hmm. um, mainly with the one client that you know of with Oodle. Yeah. Um, but really starting to help out Eric with some cleanup jobs um, and just getting my hands dirty in CAS to hopefully elevate to kind of like where Mike Jeffers is now with like a CFO advisory type role. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, I'll probably say it's like 60, 40 CAS and tax. Um or even 70-30 there. So when you took over the stuff when I went on maternity leave, weren't Mm. you pretty fresh as like a full-on staff accountant? Yeah, so I started full-time this past December, so December 2022. Um, Before that, I was a co-op, but I would work 
like 35, 40 hours because my school schedule was pretty simple. So I could easily work at least three days a week, sometimes four. Um, so I was pretty much full time, but just not officially like on payroll, like yeah. salary and all that stuff. So. Yeah. So was your transition from like co-op to staff pretty easy? Like you were already pretty much doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was more just a conversation with Alex, like how, when do you want to do it? How should we do it? So January of 2023 was like my official, like you're on salary now, not hourly. Um, like the finally I was getting like the PTO benefits and that type of stuff, which was nice. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was like, I guess the hard date of year now. Yeah. Time. So think back to your first tax season. What was that like? <laughs> uh, it was kind of crazy. So I was a, I was still a freshman in college. It was my second semester at NKU. Um, and I had actually met Alex like two months before at NKU does this thing called Business Week. Mm -hmm. They invite speakers from around um, the greater Cincinnati area just to talk about general topics. So he talked about technology and accounting. Um, and I was really interested. Like I said, I, I kind of knew I wanted to do accounting. So I picked that talk to go to just to know more about the industry. And Alex had talked about, you know, Rudler, we've got all these surface pros. We do all this stuff with our monitors. Um, we utilize technology in any space we can. We even have remote workers. And I was like, wow, these guys seem like they're on top of it. Asked him for a business card and got um, his card and everything. And then interviewed with Becca and Maddie and started as an intern January of 2020. So that was the fall of 2019 when all that happened. Um, but then shortly after that, COVID happened yeah. in March of 2020. <laughs> So I had like maybe one month, two months of actually like doing tax returns, like busy season, mm -hmm. but really like the busiest time hadn't even hit yet. Yeah. And it was like, everything's on pause. Deadline got, gets moved to July 15th. And Alex was sending people home with like their monitors and stuff. Like, we think we're going to get shut down. Just take it all home while you can take whatever you can, <laughs> like pack your boxes of your papers and all this stuff. So kind of crazy to be the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and thankfully, like they sent me home with like two or three monitors, my Surface Pro. And they're like, if you have a reliable Internet connection, we'd love for you to stay on and work from home. I was like, all right, like I'm I'm in. I get to earn some money still, get to learn about accounting. And that was one major thing that I was like, wow, Rudler really is different. Like I think a lot of other of my friends in college, just like their internships just ended. Like, yeah. People weren't, they didn't have capacity to t send their own staff home to work online, let alone like their brand new interns. Yeah. So it was really a unique opportunity. Um, and I worked that summer and spring, like I said, they, the deadline got extended. So we still had tax returns to do, but it was just an extended period of time. Um, and I probably worked 20 hours or so a week and just helping out wherever I could. Were you remote the whole time of COVID? I think we came back maybe in June or July and mm -hmm. it was um, Evan, Eric, I think Greg, and maybe one other person over in Fort um, Wright. And then shortly after that, we had a flood in Fort Wright oh, yeah. <laughs> that completely destroyed like the entire half of the office. Yeah. So at that point it was, I think I'm pretty sure it was still COVID. So I had to like, help out with all that with Alex and um, Eric, this guy named Devin that no longer is here, yeah. um, which was all kind of crazy. Then we moved into this office, I think January of 21. What caused that flood? Was it plumbing from 
upper? Yeah, the third floor, some water heater broke and just like completely destroyed from, we were the second floor, so third floor down, it leaked all the way to the first floor, just straight through the ceiling. Yeah, I remember Alex showing a video of it and it just looked like it was raining indoors. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. I mean, monitors, like all of our accounting stuff just destroyed. That Yeah, that's crazy. And thank God we have insurance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what other jobs have you had? Like, I know nothing really professional, but mm -hmm. what was like tiny jobs you had growing up? Yeah, so I actually, my like seventh and eighth grade year, I started babysitting. So mm -hmm. my cousin, they had a family of three and unexpectedly had a fourth. Um, and they were, their marriage was already kind of rocky. So they were not really, yeah. did not want that to happen. <laughs> so my eighth grade and freshman year of high school. So I started seventh grade with the three girls and they had a boy. So my eighth grade year and my freshman year, I was probably babysitting every weekend, like Friday and Saturday. Aww. And then they would take me to church Sunday morning and I'd go home and then like same thing Friday after school through Sunday morning. And I did that for like seven years. So no just, parties for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or we're bringing the party to their house with all these kids. Uh, so I did that. And then I also got a job. I was a dishwasher at Naughty Pine um, in Wilder. Mm -hmm. I did that. I think it was the summer of my junior year when I started driving just to get some cash for um, like getting to school and um, like back and forth to soccer practice. So whenever I could, I would like pick up a shift there. Mm hmm. Um, but never like during the school year, I never worked like during the week or anything in high school, at least it was more just on the weekends, babysitting and then dishwashing. Um, before I started college, the summer of my senior year, I worked at verse group logistics, mm -hmm. just like as an overall co-op, like the first week I was doing landscaping in like the trailer where they park their trailers. Yeah. <laughs> The next week I did like payroll with one of the people just like helping them do random stuff. And then I was like a mechanic in the warehouse, like cleaning the conveyor belts and like operating a scissor lift and like cleaning the stuff in the rafters, just like yeah. all over the place. <laughs> um, and then like in, high, in my first semester of college, I didn't really do anything. Um, I went to school full time, obviously, but I was still getting my feet wet. Like I want to not have a job right now, figure out how college is going to be. And then that next, like January of that following year, I started with Rudler and been here ever since. It's been my, I did have a short stint at a different firm, but uh, other than that, I've been here. It's my only job pretty much. So I, when I was in college, I didn't have like a ton of friends that was like in accounting as well because I was a fresh mom I was married and like I didn't have time yeah. to be social yeah, seriously. Um, but when you talk to your friends that are in accounting like what do they say about the places they work at compared to like Rudler it's definitely not the same uh, I'll tell you that much um, I've had two friends go to like the big four one of my closest friends I still um, cut his hair like once a month at least we get together oh, yeah, you cut hair yeah <laughs> On the side, just for my friends and family, like two of my friends um, and myself, my like my own hair, whatever. Yeah. But um, he works for PwC and it's definitely much more like, I don't know, come in, do your job and leave type of thing. They don't have too much of like a team aspect or like he'll do happy hour with like his like team, mm -hmm. which he goes on the audit on, which is like five people, but like no real partners, like not definitely not the president. 
like they don't like go out and do like those fun things that Rudder gets to do. Yeah. Or even like come in the office and like get to say hey to Alex every morning or like give a knuckle touch to like any of the partners. Like that small family feel atmosphere is just lacking. Yeah. Um, and I, I experienced that too when I went to MCM. It was very much like a you find your own friends, but outside of those like four or five people, it's just kind of oblivion. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're in like a firm. Like there's no real motivation to like go the extra mile to like support the big firm type of thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, we're making who knows how many millions of dollars. Like, why does it matter if I stay here another hour type of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I know from the biggest separation, I'd say, is the PTO aspect of Rudler with building it up during busy season. Huge incentive to work more, but also major benefits in the summer and fall of being able to take that time. There's never really a question as to like when you take the time, why you're taking it. Yeah. Um, because they, you have earned it and they respect that like the first four months of the year you were putting your nose down and helping out. Um, and I think that's definitely not true for other firms. Um, do they I, get a time bank type thing or do they get overtime or like any? Nothing. Yeah, they get um, it's like an expectation. I think the minimum hours is 55 hours, which ours was 52. Mm-hmm. And even then, if like you have a crazy event, it's not the end of the wor- world. Um, but yeah, no time bank, no like bump in salary. I, I mean, I'm sure they get a bonus at the end of the year, but still it's like my friend gets, I think, two weeks off. Um, and then it's pretty much 40 or 45 hours a week for the entire year. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And then it can get up to 65, 70, maybe even 80 hours during busy season where again, you're not accruing PTO. You're not getting, um, not bonus, but you're not getting overtime pay. You're just like earning the exact same and like just getting washed, like not seeing your family or going in at seven and leaving at like midnight every day. Like, oh my gosh yeah, no thanks yeah i don't have any friends at other <laughs> accounting firms so i and brother's the only like accounting firm i worked for so i am kind of like unknown yeah. to that other side and for those of you that don't know um Rudler's, like overtime policy is anything we work over 40 hours gets in, put into a time bank which then converts to our pto and then after tax season you can pretty much use that wherever you please, however you please. So sometimes people end up with like eight plus weeks of vacation and you can roll it forward at the end of the year or you can get um, like a, what's it called? Like a paycheck, Mm -hmm. like almost a bonus. Like you convert it to a paycheck, which is super nice, especially if you have kids, people. (laughs) But even if you just want to go on vacation, it's so nice. Mm -hmm. Um, So for anyone that is interested in accounting do you have any advice for them uh, i would first say because right now there is a shortage of accountants and a lot of people even in nku that i was friends with we would take like one of the harder accounting classes and then they'd immediately want to switch to like finance or marketing mm-hmm. like people are leaving accounting pretty rapidly um and i'm not too sure why that is i know the classes are kind of difficult um but without actually interning or co-oping I would say just give it a try there. Every firm probably in the entire country is offering internships yeah. like badly. <laughs> so even just giving up four months of your, of your year to do an internship, a lot of times it can be part-time earn some money and then find out if accounting's for you. 
especially at Rudler. I mean, the opportunities they give us here to try tax, to do audit, to try CAS, they want us to be comfortable in what we're doing. They don't want us to just come here to work and get a paycheck and leave. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say try a firm, get an internship. If you're a full-time staff at like in a different occupation, I guess that's different. But I would say if you have the opportunity, just try it. I think there's a lot of bad connotations about accountants that, you know, we're, we're just, <laughs> well, that, or we're super nerdy. We just sit behind a desk. Like we can't have any fun. Yeah. Um, and like some of my best friends are here and they can get really rowdy. Uh, yeah. like, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but like plenty of like Christmas parties, um, like after season tax parties going out, just hanging out and having fun. Uh, there's a lot of fun to be had in accounting, Mm -hmm. even though sometimes it may not be the most fun work. Um, There's a lot of opportunity there, as well as just building connections with people. A lot of times, businesses are relying on their accountants to do a lot of their difficult decision making. Um, From the CAS and advisory side, they're looking to us to make decisions about payroll, which impacts however many employees they have. They're coming to us for family reasons. They want to try to give things to their children, or maybe they're in a tight spot with money. Um, We're the people that are counseling them and helping them out. And it's not just like us behind a computer screen with Excel documents. Like we really are helping their livelihood. This is family businesses that are either just started or things that have been passed down for generations. And our hands are right in the middle of it, helping them keep that alive. So there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of just relationships to be built and to be had with accounting. And I think that gets lost with whether it's movies or TV shows or people just in in school taking the class kind of get lost and that's what I'll be doing. And that's really not the case. There's so much fun. There's a lot of relationships um, and it's just really good industry to get in. I would completely agree because when I was in school before I took an inter- internship, I was actually thinking about switching my major again (laughs) because I was just like, it's so different when you're learning about it versus Mm -hmm. when you're actually like in the grind and doing it. And um, I went to Thomas More and thank God they like made internship a requirement (laughs) because I probably wouldn't have gotten an internship if my school didn't make me do it to graduate. Yeah. So shout out to Thomas Moore for forcing <laughs> that and shout out to Rudler for being at the career fair. Yeah. That's where I even heard about Rudler. So are you um, taking like the CPA right now? Yeah, I took the first of the or one of the four um, BEC last or two months ago in June. Um, and now I'm studying for FAR right now. So kind of right in the thick of it. How is all that? Like, do you have a life? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I try. It is. um, I think it's important to like definitely see the bright side of things and remember there is more to life than our careers, our jobs and accounting. Um, But yeah, it is definitely difficult. I usually try to study like two or three nights or two or three hours each night after work. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I usually do four to six hours on a Saturday in the morning before people were kind of up and moving and stuff like that. Um, and then usually each test so far, I've studied about 10 weeks. So oh, gosh, yeah, long, <laughs> long story short, it's usually about 90 to 120 hours per test. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of break that out however you want. Um, but back to what you were saying about Rudler's PTO and like how nice it is. Like 
if I need to leave early on a Friday or even take a Friday completely off to get ahead on studying or catch up and still have a weekend, like I've built so much PTO up where it's not a problem. And it's not like I'm sacrificing my paycheck to do that. I still get the same amount I would have gotten, but I have the stress or the stress-free aspect of being able to just take some time to study. Yeah. Um, And Rudler actually gives us two full weeks of study time, whether you use that to like take a test or use that to study throughout the year. Um, Like, again, that's time you don't even have to use your PTO for. It's just set aside for you specifically to do the exam, which, again, is super helpful. Yeah, that's awesome. I never went down like the CPA exam like path. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even real sure what all we offer. Like, don't they pay for your books and stuff? Yeah, and that's another huge aspect um, because a lot of people will graduate and then will start studying for the exam before starting their full-time positions. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times, like my friend um, at PwC has offered it and start until September or October. So like he graduated in May and then tried to take all four sections before then, but he had to pay all of that himself and then got reimbursed like um, once he started there for part of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas at Rudler, yeah, the study materials alone were like $3,000. They cover up to $3,500 for that just to study. And then they cover six sections of the exam, which are like $300 a piece. Um, so you can fail the exam twice and still Rudler, Rudler will cover it. Yeah. Um, which alone, that alone is just amazing. Plus they're giving you time off to take the exam, which again is paid So they do everything in their power to make it possible and achievable, which is can't thank them enough for that. I know. I was trying to emphasize like in my episode that Rudler cares about you as a person. Like you're not just here as a number. Like if you got something going on in your family, like they truly care. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to also like emphasize everything that we're saying today, no one prompted us to say it they didn't give us a script to say (laughs) i came up with these questions on my own to ask austin like the president didn't come to me and say hey ask this person this Mm -hmm. so i just want to emphasize that everything we're saying is our true opinion and how we truly feel because we both love rudler (laughs) yeah 100 and that's part of the reason i came back I i briefly mentioned that i went to another firm um and that was honestly just a a rash decision on my part. I wanted to try audit, even though Rudler offered an audit. Um, I just wanted to see what a different firm would feel like. And Alex and Greg met with me for lunch. I left in December. My internship was January, February, March. We met for lunch in um, February and March. And like the day after my internship ended, I started back at Rudler. And just the fact that they reached out and they said, hey, we want to, we don't want to like like this isn't a negotiation. We just want to see how you're doing. Let's go grab some lunch. Yeah. And I was like, that alone just blew my mind that they even cared. They're like, they could have just been like oh, another co-op's gone, but they again reached out and said, "Hey, can we catch up? We just want to hear about how it's going." They didn't try to sell me on Rudler again. They didn't try to get me back from the first lunch. They just said, "Keep up the good work. I hope you enjoy it. And like, let us know if your mind changes." And the next month I was like, I'm ready to come back whenever you guys can do. <laughs> yeah. like, I will come back tomorrow. Um, which again, and that's happened to many people that have actually left the firm in public accounting, tried another place and come back to public accounting, which does not happen often at mm-hmm. all. Once people leave, they're gone. 
Um, and we've even had people like Mike Jeffers, for an example, who was in a CFO role outside of accounting for, I think, 23 or 24 years, decide that he would get back into public accounting with Rudler, um, which, again, just a testament to the culture here and the people. It's an amazing place to be. Well, besides that, that's pretty much all I have to ask. Is there anything else you want to add or comment on? I think just going back to like Rudler as a firm, uh, genuinely, um, they care about us as people. I know you've had two children. Mm -hmm. um, we recently just had wedding showers for three staff that are getting married. I know last summer when Evan was getting married, we had a wedding shower. Um, and it's not just like a party, like one or two people go get pizza in the conference room and leave. It's like people genuinely happy for you yeah. and like caring for you. They give you like really good gifts. And it's from their heart, like, congratulations, take off the time that you need. Um, we're so happy for you. Like a lot of people that work here, they know each other's spouses, they know each other's kids, um, like they're inviting each other to their weddings. It's not just a surface level work relationship. It's people you would be willing to just go out and hang out with after work or on the weekends. Um, and that, I think, is just a testament to the people here at Rudler. Mm -hmm. um, no matter you know what school you went to or what certifications you have, there's never a judging um, aspect of the firm. People are always friendly. Um, new people coming in, I think, are always welcome. Even though we are getting bigger, I think there is still a family-friendly atmosphere um, to where they know that they're valued. And I think, again, I just want to thank Rudler for all of that. And um, they've helped me literally from build from the ground up my career so far, starting as a freshman that I knew literally nothing about what an accounting firm was, how to do tax returns. Um, and they've taken me in and they've done the same to many other staff and just coached us up to who we are today. And I truly would not be who I am without Rudler and the people here and the, the things they've done for me. So just a testament to them and just a, a huge thank you to everyone here um, for helping me become the person I am today. Yeah, I completely agree. And we're talking all this goodness about Rudler, but I also want to put the spotlight on you because you I've worked closely with you for a lot of projects and you're very diligent and responsible and timely and you follow up and you're very detail oriented. And I just want to shout out you because you're an awesome employee too. And like the employees make up a firm. Mm -hmm. So without you or maybe even me, <laughs> Rudler wouldn't be who they are either. So shout out to Austin. <laughs> thank you, Kendra. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, thank you for coming in today. Of course. That was awesome. And thanks for doing this. I think this is a great tool for us. Thank you. Yep.